We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Twenty minutes a day, three hundred sixty-five days a year. This is the Pack a Day podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Pack a Day podcast. Wherever you may be, and however you may be listening, thank you so much for making this part of your day. My name is Nick Schmitz, and I will be your host on this Sunday. March 5th, the first Sunday in March, Jimmy, spring is right around the corner. You know, I said that like last weekend and then it snowed like twice in Wisconsin. There's so, so much snow on the ground outside my house right now in Green Bay. And I just want to puke. Like we, we went through like November, December and January with like no snow here in Green Mm -hmm. Bay. I don't know where, you know. I don't know about where you're at, Jimmy, but we went with like no snow and like most of February, too. And then like the end of February, beginning of March, winter's like, oh, yeah, by the way, we're going to make up for all of this snow that we didn't have. And yeah, so, you know, spring's right around the corner. Maybe. maybe It's not. It's not. (laughs) I just not this. It was last week. I had uh, we got like 20 inches of snow in a two day span. Terrible. And then uh, this week's been fine. Stuff's melting. We're like upper 30s, which you know is nice in Wisconsin because you see just like I saw a homeboy at the dump today just in like a T-shirt and shorts. And I was like, that's a little that's a little much, uh, <laughs> but I respected it. 
But now uh, I looked and it's like already next week, like we're back in the 20s. So like I just can't look at the weather app anymore and I'm just going to wait until I see sunshine before I well, say spring's back. Yeah, well, and my wife was telling me that like next Sunday in Green Bay, it's supposed to snow again. And I, I'm just, I'm I'm over it. Like I, I'm done. <laughs> I want, like, I don't even care if it's not necessarily warm, but I can't stand all of the snow coming like at the end of winter. Like, the, the heart of winter, like December and January is when it's supposed to snow. March is when it's supposed to be mildly warm and whatnot. But like all of this snow, I, I'm just over it. So that's that's my pontification on weather. Um, that, that also tells you <clears throat> really where we're at right now in the Packers offseason is I start the show. So boring. It is yeah. so boring. I, I start the show talking about weather and snow because – Outside of the Aaron Rodgers stuff, um, you know, there's not a whole lot going on, which we've mentioned in the past isn't always a bad thing. Like if your team goes into the offseason and there's really not a whole lot to talk about, like, yeah, for the most part, that's a good thing because it means that, you know, your team isn't, you know, dealing with, you know, offseason, off the field stuff. Um, you know, you're, you're probably well, pretty well run in a good spot. You know, obviously there's the Aaron Rodgers stuff, which is a whole animal of its own, but it's just one particular topic. We're not having to talk about, you know, 14 different things, which at this time of the year, probably a good thing. So, um, uh, well, Jimmy, we are going to talk again, a little bit about Aaron Rodgers cause there's been some, so uh, recent, so recent news about him, you know, it's all speculation. Um, but, uh, one thing I want to talk about before we get into that, cause I, I saw this article here, um, from, Oh, who's it from Packer Packers wire. Um, so I, I was reading this and it's talking about that, how Mark Murphy, who, if you're not aware, uh, is the president and CEO of the Green Bay Packers currently. Uh, he, yeah, I know. Um, he wanted the uh, famous Eagles quarterback <laughs> sneak play. He wanted that band before last in in last year's off season. So before this past season, he wanted that play band. Obviously, it's been a topic of conversation. So, Jimmy, first, let's start with this. Like, what are your thoughts on that particular play? Do you like that whole quarterback sneak and everybody just pushes him and it's almost like a guaranteed first down every time? Like, are you are you in favor of that? Do you like that? Or is that something that you would want to see the league, you know, potentially make a rule around? I... There's so many other things the NFL should worry about than this than this play, in my opinion. Like, we saw the Packers stop it this year, too. Like, we were one of the few teams, as terrible as the Packers uh, were this last, we but, stopped but, it against the Eagles. But to be fair, it's only because Jalen Hurts fumbled the snap. And like, they didn't, they didn't run the play the way it was supposed it to be run. Stop. Nicholas, it counts it was, as a stop. It counts as a stop, but like... Uh, something tells me had he handled the snap correctly, we wouldn't have. Something tells me it's a stop. So <laughs> we're at crossroads. But no, like when you look at teams, it, it takes a special court, not a special. It takes a certain type of quarterback to do that. We're not doing that with Aaron Rodgers old ass because he's 38 or 39, whatever he is. Like it's Jalen Hurts. It's Josh Allen. It's some of the, I'm, I'm sure Kirk Cousins even got involved in it a little bit. Probably not as successful. Uh, I don't, I don't think they should stop it. Like it's, it is a competitive advantage. If you have a certain type of quarterback that you're willing to do that with, 
And then if you're not, then you figure it out. Like I, and another solution, it's like the whole thing too, with like when people were complaining about touchdown celebrations, don't let them score in this situation. Don't let them get into third and short or fourth short. Like if you don't want QB sneaks, play better defense. Don't let them get in a position to do that. Like it's part of the game. And there's so many times too, we've seen it with running backs before with goal line. Like if a lineman will get behind him or quarterback before it kind of like push him in, it is what it is. Like I, I understand where teams get frustrated because you're trying to stop a player who has two people behind him trying to push him in. But I don't know. It's, I, uh, I don't think they should stop it. If they do, am I going to be mad? No, because it doesn't help the Packers. Like, let's say like Aaron Rodgers had a bunch of first downs that way this year or touchdowns. I'd be pissed. It hasn't helped us. So like, I guess I don't care, but with Jordan love when he takes over next season manifesting, uh, <laughs> I, I pretty sure we'll use that because he's young. He's athletic. Like, but right now, I guess I don't really care. See, that, that, that's interesting, though, because if Mark Murphy wants this play band and like, you know, like his ass is going to the <laughs> second we have a quarterback that can do that, you know, Mark Murphy's going to be like, Matt, fourth, third, third and one, fourth and one. Get somebody behind Jordan Love and get A.J. Dillon behind him and push his ass for a first down. You know, he's going to say it, but we just haven't done it. So he's mad about it. Uh, that could be true. I mean, I I don't mind the quarterback sneak as a play. I just – I don't overly like the whole pushing, you know, because, I mean, part of <clears throat> part of what m- makes sports good is you don't like things that are automatic. And right now this play seems pretty automatic. And I, I don't know. It just – you know. And, and, you know, Jimmy, you're probably right. If Green Bay had been doing this – and it had been working for us, you know, like you probably feel differently about it. Um, and Green Bay just right now with Aaron Rodgers, obviously they're not, you know, they weren't going to be doing that with him this past season. And, you know, so I, I don't know. I But just watching it from even like when they did it in the Super Bowl, like I wasn't a fan of it. Like I didn't have like a – like I was rooting for the Chiefs, sure, but like I didn't ultimately care who won the game. Um, but you just like to be able to, you know – it takes the fun out of it when they line up for it and it's fourth and fourth and one and they line up for it. And you're just like, it doesn't even matter. Like I don't need to watch this play really because unless Jalen hurts fumbles the snap, like he's going to get the first down. Like, and so, you know, it takes a little intrigue out of the game for me. Um, But it is definitely, it's definitely going to be a topic of discussion. I would imagine at the owner's meeting. Um, I'm sure this is not the last we've heard about this, um, no. this play and you know it'll be interesting to see what the nfl decides to do with it i actually i have two follow-up questions okay the first one were you rooting for the chiefs because of jackson mahomes no nobody like people i just want to make sure people root against the chiefs because it, <laughs> and, and and just homeboy's if, if about to curious, be arrested too it, yeah, yeah. Just if you're curious, he's in the news again. We're yeah. not going to talk about it, but just Google his name and you'll find out yeah. why. He's it's very, it's not good. FYI, shocker. It's not for a good reason. He's very Deshaun Watson esque, you could say. That might be a little bit of a stretch, but it's yeah. In the granted, same it's not 27 people. It's one, <laughs> but it's still creepy as hell. Uh, but second question. Uh, sorry, I feel bad for that first one. Do you think like a, a good compromise would be 
Because a lot of the times, too, like they'll bring a tight end in and have them stop right behind the quarterback as like a fullback position to like mm-hmm. get that initial push. Do you think there would be the compromise of like, look, the running back lined up back there can do it because by the time he gets to the quarterback, like there's already been that like connection of linemen, the quarterback's already in his spot. And if the running back comes in and pushes him for the first down, it's a little bit different than you have that tight end literally right behind the quarterback to just run into the hole with him. Do you think that'd be a compromise of like, you can't, you can't do it with the fullback and running back. It's a running back or nobody can push. Well, that would be an interesting solution. The, the only thing is, is like, how would you, I guess like my, like one of my questions would be, would, would, would it be penalized if you had like a, like a non running back player push at that point? And like, how do you, like, how would you enforce that? I would say like, if you're doing a QB sneak and you have a fullback or you have a tight end motion to fullback, then it just, yeah, it's a penalty. I think okay. would be the, the solution, but also at the same time, that seems like it overcomplicates it. So that might've been it, a dumb suggestion. Well, it, it does. <laughs> and the, the other thing is you'd have to, you'd have to figure out a way because like if, if the rule is only a fullback or a running back can push them, I mean, there's no, or no, I would say just running back. Like you can't have a person in fullback position do it. Well, but see, here's the thing is I don't think there's a minimum depth that a running back has to be at. So like if the position, like the running back could be literally right behind him and he's, he's, he's technically a running back. So like you'd have to say like, he's got to start like a certain amount of yards, you know, in the backfield for it to be a legal play. That would be the other thing. One of the cool things would be too, is like, if they do eliminate that with like the pushing behind it, how many times in that situation they just take the quarterback out and put in a tight end or a Derrick Henry or a fullback under center? Well, I think what they would probably do is they would probably just say that you can't do that regardless. Like, like, like you, you can't you QB can... sneak at all. No, no, no. You can QB sneak, but you just can't. You can't push. Yes, teams may just put like Derrick Henry under That's center. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, if you and, can't push at all, you put someone bigger under center and let them go. Because yeah, it's kind like, of like a. But think about that. Because like, here's the thing: is like, you have quarterbacks coming out of college today that like they have to be taught in the pros how to take snaps under center because they don't do it in college. And now yeah. you're going to take a position player that doesn't ever do that. And and now tell them, by the way, you're going to have to learn it like and it's not a difficult thing. But I mean, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I don't know how willing teams would be to do that just because it's something that that player doesn't normally naturally do is to take a snap under center. Maybe maybe I'm thinking it's more complicated than yeah. it actually is. But well, if you think about it, too, it's like once the competitive advantage, you can learn that in a training camp and look at like. Cordell Patterson, Debo Samuel, they're wide receivers that learned how to play running back. Like you look, there's tight ends who learned how to play offensive line. Like that's such a minute part of the game of like handling a snap that I think in a couple weeks working with the center, every practice, you'd be able to handle that. Cause it's not like two, you have to drop back or anything. You're really catching a snap and you're diving forward. So it shouldn't be too difficult. You, you know, it feels like there's actually more of a science to the quarterback sneak than, or, well, not science, but like there, there's way more to that play than like, because like before all of this, you know, it always used to be off oh, fourth and one, like just like QB sneak it. And yeah. like, and like the thing is, is teams didn't constantly do that until the, this push thing came around. 
And so maybe it's not, a, not as easy of a play as we all make it out to be, or maybe it was just simply teams were unwilling to put their quarterback, and that's probably more of what it is, is they were unwilling to put their quarterback in a compromising situation like that. But like the fact that like teams didn't really do it before this, yeah, you know, and maybe well, like I think there was a rule against it too. It's just super laxed. I think it's been the thing though, because like before it was like in my mind, I always thought like, oh, you can't push the quarterback, but then everyone just started doing it and no one called anything. So I thought everyone was kind of like, well, that ain't real anymore. Let's do it. But I don't know. Again, I am not the smartest, and I'm the first to admit that, so I don't know. Well, it'll definitely be interesting to see uh, what the NFL decides to do with this. Like I said, it's not the last that we've heard of it. I'm sure there will be more about this particular play coming uh, this offseason. But let's get into a little bit of Aaron Rodgers news, Jimmy. Um, So we still don't have a decision, which, I mean, what, we're – just about a week away from the start of the legal tampering period for free agency. According to Aaron Rodgers, he said that he is going to let the team know before then. Uh, So if he keeps to that, we should know something in roughly a week. uh, Uh, One can hope. He was March 8th last time. So March 8th. Okay. So we are this year. So we're three days away. Look at that. We're on the fourth right now, but you did the math for the fifth. I'm impressed. That's really good. Well, five. I know, but for me, in my brain, my in my brain, I immediately went four days. I was like, "This is coming out on Sunday. It's technically three days." You took that all into calculation. Yeah, yeah. I try. I try. I try to do. I I do what I can. But, (laughs) um, so you know, the the latest rumor is. Well, not room. I, I don't know if it was a rumor or a confirmed report that the Pan- I think it was confirmed that the Panthers called the Packers about a potential Aaron Rodgers trade. That is a rumor because oh, okay, it is Schef- a rumor then. Schefter confirmed it, and then a <laughs> so Panther- it obviously means it's not true because then a Panther beat writer said confirmed that it didn't happen. So we have Schefter said yes, Panther beat writer said no. So okay. then it kind of turned to everyone started more so trusting the beat writer. And I don't know if that's because they just wanted to, or it was like, Hey, we called and they said, Hey, he's not going to you guys because you suck. And so then Panthers like, we never called him. Like you don't really know. Cause like it really could go either way. Well, so this is the interesting question because like, I think you and I are, we're pretty much on the same page. We like Aaron Rodgers, love everything that he did for the Packers, yeah. but, but it's time to move. Yeah. In a different direction, right? Shabbat shalom. Get out of there. Okay. So so this is the interesting question that like I and like I am definitely in the camp of like do I want the Packers to trade him to an NFC team? No, I don't. And there's there's a handful of teams that like I for sure would not trade him to in the NFC. I'd prefer they trade him to the AFC, but like at what point do you like a team like the Panthers, like they're on the schedule this year. They they go to Carolina this year, the Packers do. Yeah. And if they trade, like, but I wouldn't necessarily care if they traded him to the Panthers. I, I really wouldn't because, yeah. I mean, yeah, you'd have to play him this year. But, like, you know, people earlier this year were talking about trading him to the Raiders. Well, they're going to Las Vegas this year, too, you know. I would <laughs> and love I, that. I would go to I, Vegas for sure. Well, and I know that the, the the Vegas rumors are that they're out, but that's not yeah. the point. But like, at what point do you just get down the road 
do, do you say that if you don't want, like if the Packers don't want him anymore, and let's say the Panthers are the only team making an offer, like, like do you, what does that offer have to be considering that he would be in the NFC at that point, which would not only mean that you'd for sure play him this year, but it might also mean that you see him in the playoffs before you would be even reach the Super Bowl. Now, if Jordan loves the starter, I don't know if they're making the playoffs this year, but like you run that risk, right? You're mm-hmm. going to go play him at least once and you may play him again before you even reach the Super Bowl. Like at what point do you just like, is there a point where you just say the Panthers are the only team or really any NFC team at this point is the only team making an offer. We don't have an AFC trade partner. Nobody in the AFC wants them. We have somebody in the NFC that wants them. Like, is there a point that you just say, yep, that's like, what does the offer have to be? And at what point do you just say, yeah, we like, if we really want to move on, we're just going to trade them to an NFC team because they're the only one making an offer. That's the thing. If this was last year coming off an MVP season, it's hey NFC. So sorry. You're excluded. AFC teams only going off of this year where homeboy was not the best. Like he struggled. This is one of probably he had the splash plays. Like you'll see people on Twitter clip stuff. Like, look, it's the his teammates, the reason he lost. No, also it's the third and one. Let me throw it off target 20 yards down the field that we lost as well. Like he he did not play up to Aaron Rodgers level this year. So like at this point, it's any team for me personally, it's any team outside the NFC North. I don't care if in the NFC, you trade it. Best offer, you take it. Because in reality, like how many years do you really give Rodgers? At most three. So who cares at that point? Like he has a three-year window. If Jordan loves good, we have a 15-year window. Who gives a shit about the three years that Rodgers plays for another team? Take the first round pick and roll with it. Like it doesn't matter. And but like well, but, people are gonna be so, bitter about it, but take so that's get. the other question though, is it does like if if because right now it seems like the two leading candidates from what we hear is potentially the Jets, and we don't know about the Panthers, but if the Panthers rumors are true. Right now, it would seem like those are the two teams. So this is the other question. Is the asking price higher for the Panthers because they're in the NFC than it would be for the Jets? Um, I think, personally, the asking price would be higher. I just don't think – I think that – me, personally, I think the Panthers are out of it. I don't see why Rodgers would want to go there. And because that division I, is I, awful. That division yeah, but, is but terrible. That, that team is also awful. Like they don't have McCaffrey anymore. <laughs> have the offensive around, line like, is not great. Yeah, but it, it'd be it'd be Tom Brady 2.0 again in that division. Like, no, but the difference but, was Tom Brady had would, a great defense. Well, like the Panthers' defense, not bad. They don't have they have DJ Moore, but they don't have a Mike Evans or I guess like Godwin and Moore cancel each other out. Godwin's a little bit better in my opinion, not as healthy as Moore. But like they, the offense isn't as good. I, I don't know. I don't think he'd go there. But you're guaranteed to make the playoffs. But like, 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 is he though? Because our division this year wasn't that great. We had the fraud ass Vikings oh, leading, yeah, but, it and we still okay, couldn't but win. He, but even as the okay, I pound for pound, the Viking. You take the Vikings and put them in that division this year in the NFC South. The, the Vikings 
run away with that division. Yeah, and so 100%. do the Lions. That division is terrible. The right. Buccaneers and Tom Brady wanted it. The Bears would compete in there too. The Bears would compete, and that's how bad it is. They'd be like yeah. second. But, in so the like yeah, like like I gotta tell you, if Aaron Rodgers went to the Panthers and they didn't make the playoffs, that would just be time to like cut him. Like if he decided not to retire. But the problem is, like, is in his brain, he's not going to make the playoffs. Like he's going to Brady situation or a Manning situation when he went to the Broncos of. I'm going to this team, and it's a Super Bowl-ready team that I can take there. Panthers aren't Jets, in my opinion. Defense is great. I absolutely love their coach. Have a man crush on him. Salah, <laughs> you're fantastic. If I could get Salah and Mike McDaniels on the Packers, I'd sell a kidney, a liver, a leg, bring them in here. Uh, the, the best I think qualities, the Jets, right? Yeah, it's the Jets or bust, in my opinion. Like, I don't think any other team are going to trade for him or that he'd accept a trade there. It's interesting. Yeah, you said any team in the NFC. I, I got to say, I wouldn't trade him to the 49ers. And I think that's a lot of just bitterness on my on my behalf. Yeah. But, like, I wouldn't. But I, I guess it's it, the it same goes point, to the though. years, though, for me. How many years? Like, I'll take if you. But they also don't have a first round pick. So, like, we're not, we're not <laughs> so, trading his ass there, anyways. Yeah, that's, that's true. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm personally at the point where like, again, it's nothing anti Rogers, but it's just, we've, I've seen the movie and it ends the same way every year. And so the yeah. only way to get a different ending is to watch a different movie. And yeah. so it, it's not that it's nothing against him, but I'm at the point where really anybody except for the Vikings, the bears and the lions, those three teams, sorry, you, you're just permanently excluded for, well, I don't know. I think you could trade him to Chicago and just get a haul of draft picks. <laughs> just and, and, that team, and that team is so bad, it wouldn't make a difference, and you could set the Bears back another 10 years. So what if Rodgers was like, hey, guys, let's really just mess the Bears up, and I'll accept a trade there. I'll wait a month, and then I'll retire. And then they, <laughs> they'll give you picks, and I'm out. I would, I would die. Uh, there, there'd be some type of investigation. You'd have to wait till after the draft and the picks were made. Oh like, yeah, it, it would somehow be overturned, but just the drama it would cause would be fantastic. Oh right. yeah, no. Here's, so, so, I, so, really, I'm just out on the Lions and the Vikings. Like, yeah. sorry, you guys can't have them. Asking price would be steep for the Bears, but yeah, I'm just, I, I'm, mm. I don't know. I wouldn't mind trading to the Panthers. I, I, I personally. I mean, and I, gosh, and I'm so like over it at this point. A lot of it is just like I'm done with the drama, yeah. That this all brings that, like, man, just like send us a box of Girl Scout cookies and you can have them. Like, uh, is it Thin Mints or those peanut butter ones? I'll throw those bad boys in the freezer and I'll be happy. I don't even care. Those things are good. Question though, with uh, all right, let's say. Now let's say. Oh, I remember the question. I forgot for a second. I got it now. With ladies the, and gentlemen, Jimmy has a master's degree. Yeah. Okay. That <laughs> doesn't. I'm off the clock when I'm working. <laughs> focused on top of things. Right now it's a Saturday at 5 p.m. So, all right. What's the break. question? Also, a couple beers in. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> with uh, the combine, Matt Lafleur didn't have any of the coaching staff there, and he said the coach like they'd be better being at Lambeau. And like preparing for the offseason and the next season. Do you think that's a sign that maybe Jordan loves the quarterback of like, hey, we have to get ready to have a whole new kind of approach to things? 
and it'd be better for us to be at the state, be in Green Bay working rather than scouting players to help Rodgers in a system that we've done for the last three years? We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. It's a good question. I I don't want, thank you so much. (laughs) I I mean, I, I don't know just because like everybody makes a big deal about the combine. And yet I feel like nobody actually cares about what's happening there. Like, like (laughs) people were more concerned about like what, like GMs and owners were talking about at the combine than the people, than the players actually there. Yeah. So like, like, I mean, if that's what we really care about, like it really begs the question that like, it kind of almost proves the floor's point of like, yeah, why should I be there? Yeah. Like, like, like the the media and everybody else only cares about what the owners and the GMs are saying. And I mean, ultimately like, and like every team's different and I don't know what the dynamic is for the Packers, but like, if like, if it depends on what type of say Matt LaFleur has in the draft process. Because if it's just Brian Gutekunst and his scouts, like then yeah, Matt Lafleur's got a great point. Like yeah, I have no say in what we do in the draft, so why would I waste my time being there? You know, and obviously, like I said, every team's different, but um, you know, I I think it would really depend on what his say is. Now, if he's got a say in how Brian Gutekunst does the draft, which I would assume there's probably some. Yeah, dichotomy there between the two of them. Ultimately, I feel like Goody's the one making the decisions, but I'm willing to bet they have conversations about what they like and what they want to do. Um, I feel like their opinions are more based off tape, though, too. Like, I don't think LaFleur and any of them are going to be like, oh, this combine changed my mind. Like, they probably already like Josiah DeGuara. He he loved Josiah because there's a play of him stopping a pick six for a touchdown. And like that, that hustle and effort was like part of the reason why he wanted to draft him. Right. Well, and like the other thing too is like the combine, there's like great, the bench press, perfect example of a useless metric. Like what like truly, you don't see players just start picking people up and bench pressing them? Well, no, my point is is like how many like 
Okay, so they, they bench what? 225, right? That's two plates on each side, right? That's the metric yeah. that they use, right? Yeah. How And like the record, like most like offensive linemen can do like what? 25 reps? Right? So, somewhere around I'm not going to lie to you. The only thing I care about the combine for is finding out later on what weird questions players are asking. <laughs> well, so the point is there's a lot of people out there that can that can bench 225. Doesn't mean they can play in the, how in many, the NFL. How many, how many reps can you do at 225? I never said I could, but there's a lot. I know. Of I'm curious. Do you think you could? Zero. Okay, I, I, I was gonna say, grandma I, next to me benches more than me, <laughs> so I'm at zero as well. But like, my point is, is there's a lot of people out there that can bench 225 that could yeah. not play a lick of football, right? Like, so yeah. like, a, a, it's a useless metric. The 40 yard dash, great. Like, now granted, they're professional athletes, but Jimmy, I don't know about you in high school, but like, I did 40 yard dash times when I played football, and yeah. I ran two different forties, one in shorts and yeah. a t-shirt and one in full pads. And you know, th- they weren't exactly the same time. Quite now pr- professional athletes might be a little bit different, but great. Some guy can run a four two forty. Can he run routes and catch the football? No. Great. All that yeah. speed is useless. Dude, that's John Ross broke the record, missed out on an Island from Reebok or Adidas, whichever brand he needed to wear, but he's out of the league already. Like he broke the record. It doesn't matter how fast you are sometimes. If like you to your point, if you can't run a route or catch the football, no one cares. Which is what's right. pissing me off so much. Jacob Westendorf, this is for you, about Dion Branch or whatever his name is. There like his his score isn't a Packer score. Who cares? We have Darnell Savage, who's who Raz score is a Packer score, sucks ass. So who cares about that? If Dion Branch is like instinctive and can get to the football and break things up and lay a hit on people, by all means, bring him in because I'm not going to have another athletic person that is going to get benched midway through the season. Like, I don't care. The the (laughs) tape and the instincts are way more important than their score in a combine or whatever the hell a Raz score stands for. I do not care. Play well on a Sunday and I will love you forever. I don't care about your combine. Yeah, so to get back to your original question, I don't know if they're skipping the combine because they're prepping for Jordan Love, but like I would tend to lean the answer is no because I mean ultimately if he's truly ready to play, like I mean yes there are changes that are going to be have to be made, but like I don't think the Packers coaching staff being out of the building for a week and a half is gonna be the make or break difference in him being ready if he truly is ready now if they're just if that's all lip service then well yeah maybe it does make a difference but I think if he's truly ready I don't think them being out of the building for a week and a half or however long the combine is again see this this tells you all you need to know about the combine nobody knows when it starts nobody knows when it ends people know (laughs) about bench press and 40 yard dash and (laughs) and that the the gms and, and owners make statements like yeah. Hell yeah, perfect summary of the NFL combine right there. Yeah. So, so, but no, I, I don't think, I don't think it necessarily means anything, but I do think the Packers at this point are ready to move on. Like I just, I sure hope so. I, I, I just, it's, it's, it's my gut feeling. And, and as a lot of people have pointed out to the further away we, we get from the, the end of the season, like it seems like, it really just feels like if he wanted to be back in Green Bay, we would we would just know that by now. Yeah. Like, and I know he's weighing retirement too. 
But, like, it, it really feels like if he wanted to be back in Green Bay, he would have already told the Packers, like, hey, here's the deal. Like, I like I'm, I either want to be back in Green Bay or I'm retiring. I don't know which of the two I want to do right now. Yeah. Right. But like, and, and like, I feel like we would, we would know that, or at least the Packers would know that. And yeah. given that Gutekunst has said that he really hasn't spoken to him since the start of the off season for them, like yeah. it, it, it tells me that yeah. it tells me that there are three options on the table and that retirement or a trade would be m- the most likely scenarios. Yeah. Because the other thing too, at the end of the day, and I mean, I know the Packers keep saying that like, oh, like if he wants to be back, like we want him back. But like at some point, like that's just the thing that you have to say out loud while you're in negotiations with people. Like, like exactly. you can't you like you can't just say like, no, like we're, yeah. we're talking with him and trying to figure out what the best plan is. But no, we, we don't want him back. So like some of that like is not it, some of it. You just have to say up front. And yeah. so just because there's they say like oh if he wants to be back like we'll have him back like that may not be true like that could just yeah. be what green bay is saying because they have to say it while they're figuring out what they're going to do with him yeah and the one my favorite part of all this is like just thinking about what like he already did the darkness retreat to like help like figure out his mind live your life don't care i you know he's doing some kind of psychedelic to also figure out this answer. And I'm not knocking that you live your life. I am also very pro psychedelic and pro recreations live your life. But I never think, Hey, I have an important decision coming up. Let me take some drugs and I'm going to figure it out. <laughs> like that's the part that's confusing to me. Cause usually my ideas on like psychedelics or drugs, like not good ones. I, I'm not going to follow through with them. I think I can like solve cancer at that point. Like, I feel like we need to like move on from this and be like, just Rogers, you know, just tell us you want to retire or not. And if you don't want to retire, pick a team and we'll get you there. Like, it's just crazy that this is just what we have to wait through. It's entertaining and it's fun at some point, but like you've said multiple times, it's just to the point of like, dude, let's move on. I can't do this anymore. I just want a normal off season. Please, for the love of God, just let us know who our quarterback is go into the off season, plan for it and let us just relax for like five months before football. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's definitely exhausting. I know everybody's tired of hearing about it. it, it you know, it, I mean, I'll be honest, I'm, I'm, I'm sick of talking about it, but I mean, it is at the foremost of, of, of the franchise right now. It's, you know, what I would love to be able to talk about is, Hey, if he's back, Okay, not what I want, but great. We can move forward and talk about what the season's going to look like with him under center again. Or if he's traded, hey, all exciting new content about what is Jordan Love going to do for this team. So maybe, maybe next week we can talk about it. Oh, Jimmy. Fingers crossed. I'm going to flip tables if we're on this podcast next week and we still don't have an answer. Last question. I swear my life, last question. What would you rather have? A 55 degree day or Roger's decision? Oh, Roger's decision. Really? I'm yeah. to the point now where I'm like, I don't care, Rogers. Give me a 55 degree day and I am happy. Oh, see, no, I because the 55 degree day, I know it's gonna come eventually. And like I so can, is Roger's I, decision. He can't go without it forever. 
Yeah, but here's the thing. I can sit in my house and still be nice and warm. I can't turn on my TV without seeing something about <laughs> him. That's it's true. like That's true. it's like Great you can't point. avoid it. And I'm just like, oh, I don't know. Like that tells you how sick I am of this too, is because like I hate winter. Like I really yeah. do. Like it sucks. But yeah. That's fair. Well, and because the other thing is, I'm getting one day of 55 degree weather. Once I have an Aaron Rodgers decision, my life. I'll give you a week of it. I'll give you a week of 55. No, because my life can move forward once I have an Aaron (laughs) Rodgers decision. My life will will be good for a day or even a week. I don't know. If you told me that winter would end today, like until next winter, I'd consider that. Give me one 55 degree day. I don't care. (laughs) Because I know Rogers' decision is coming eventually. <laughs> Take whatever drug you want, Rogers. Live your life. I'll tune you out until you make a decision. But I will enjoy that 55-degree day with my kids. So I'm taking that one. All right. Well, hey, maybe – well, we're not getting both this week. Let's just hope we get one. <laughs> yeah, shit. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and the weather forecast says it won't be the 55-degree day. So, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, Jimmy, this uh, went way longer than you and I anticipated. So yeah, uh, let's yeah, just yeah. Play, let's wrap this up. It was a fun conversation. It was good, uh, but yeah, way longer than either of us anticipated. So, uh, real quickly, if people want to follow your work, get in touch with you anyway. Uh, how can they do that? Yeah, uh, I right now the main thing I'm plugging my social, whatever Jimmy underscore C zero eight. Really don't care if you follow me. If you do, fantastic. Uh, we took over me and two idiots took over game on Wisconsin from Jacob. Thank you very much. Love you, Jacob. Smooch, smooch. Uh, follow us on game on or at game on WI. Uh, we'll be putting out shows, a couple shows in the off season. I know gold zones going on right now. We're going to have th- shows throughout the regular season. Uh, it's going to be a good, uh, it's going to grow a lot this year. We're really excited. So give that a follow. A lot of pack a day people are on there. So give it a follow or you're, you're a big dumb idiot, honestly. Yeah. Like, like uh, you and Dan and Todd. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you fit in then. <laughs> well, yeah. So, uh, well, I so, have my and- masters, Nick, you've said that already. You, you do. Which I'm, I'm intelligent. Yes. <laughs> you, have, you have a piece of paper that says yeah. you're intelligent. Yeah. It's called cheating, people. You can get one if you want. <laughs> All right. And as always, you can follow me on Twitter at producer Nick LB. Uh, and that's that's about it. That's all I have to plug. So uh, thank you, everybody, so much for listening. As always, thank you for putting up with yet another talk, discussion about Aaron Rodgers. Hopefully it's the last one for a while. Hopefully by the time Jimmy and I reconvene next week, we will have something of an answer. We can only hope. We can only pray. If you see a 55-degree day somewhere in Wisconsin, know that you won't be knowing anything about Aaron Rodgers this week. So with that being said, thanks for listening, everybody. It's Pack-A-Day Podcast. Have a great time. Go Pack. Go Pack. Go this is the story of the one as head of maintenance at a concert hall he knows the show must always go on that's why he works behind the scenes ensuring every light is working the hvac is humming and his facility shines with Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. 
Granger for the ones who get it done.